what is going on everyone my name is nick or the notorious fantasy and in today's video i'm going to be talking about my week number 14 waiver wire pickups for fantasy football in 2021 inside today's video we're going to be going in depth into some running backs wide receivers as well as tight ends that i believe you guys should be looking to pick up off the waiver wire right now but before we could get into things i would like to ask if you are new to the channel and you do end up enjoying today's video to please make sure that you do hit that subscribe button down below not only is it free i put out content every single day to help you guys win your 2021 fantasy football championship and while you're down there whether you are new to the channel or not please make sure to hit that like button down below to help boost this video up the algorithm so that more beautiful people like yourself can see today's video i would also like to ask if you guys are on twitter and would like to follow me on there to please do so at notorious fntsy so without further ado let's get into my week number 14 waiver wire ads we begin at the running back position and i'm going to be discussing both of the number one and the number two running backs at the exact same time because they're on the exact same team and that is running backs Dontrell Hilliard of the Tennessee Titans as well as Donta Foreman both facing the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville this week. I really do believe that this is going to be a 50 50 split share between Dontrell Hilliard and Donta Foreman going forward, making both of them some elite must-add candidates in terms of the waiver wire this week, while at the exact same time them being most must-add running backs, they're also in a very confusing situation because it's going to be very hard to dissect which one of them is going to be performing week in and week out. Now, this week, luckily, they face the Jacksonville Jaguars, so it is entirely possible that both Dontrell Hilliard and Donta Foreman are able to lay a smash down to that sorry ass Jacksonville Jaguars defense. I understand that the Jaguars defense actually looked solid at the beginning of the game last week up against the LA Rams, but we saw in the second half they crumbled and Sony Michelle looked very good running up against that defense last week. Since the Tennessee Titans were on bye last week, we got to go ahead and look back to week number 12 for Dontrell Hilliard's stats up against the Patriots. In that game, he had 12 rushes for 131 rushing yards and a touchdown. He also had one reception on two targets for two yards and a lost fumble. In that exact same game up against the Patriots, Foreman had 19 rushes for 109 yards, one reception on one target for three yards, and a lost fumble. They both lost a fumble in that game, but it didn't really seem to matter. Even though the Tennessee Titans got rolled up and smoked like a goddamn joint, the Tennessee Titans running backs were both able to acquire over 100 rushing yards. Like I said, Hilliard had 131 rushing yards and Donta Foreman had 109 yards despite the fact that they got absolutely eviscerated in that game. This week, they go up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It is going to be very hard to rank both of these running backs this week because both of them have the upside to be the clear lead back on the team, but I really do believe it is going to be a 50-50 split between Hilliard and Donta Foreman, and that's why I got them as the 1-2 punch in my waiver wire running back pickup rankings. And the reason why I have Hilliard ranked higher at number one over Donta Foreman at number two, it's because Hilliard performed better with less touches in compared to Dante Foreman. My number three waiver wire running back out of the week is Tevin Coleman, running back of the New York Jets, going up against the New Orleans Saints this week with Michael Carter still sidelined with that ankle injury. Coleman is worth adding as he is the clear lead back in Michael Carter's absence, the biggest issue is the matchup because while the Saints defense didn't look amazing last week up against the Dallas Cowboys, the Saints defense should be able to play well up against the Jets considering there's a big difference between the Jets offense and the Dallas Cowboys offense. I understand I probably didn't have to tell you that, but I was just making that very clear last week. Up against the Philadelphia Eagles, Coleman had 11 rushes for 58 yards and three receptions on four targets for 19 yards. 
And again, while I think this matchup could prove to be difficult, Coleman is still a running back that I'm probably going to be ranking inside of the top 28 at the running back position. So while the matchup isn't that great, I still do think that Tevin Coleman is rosterable. And in a lot of situations, especially in deeper leagues, I think that Tevin Coleman is startable up against the New Orleans Saints. The final running back to discuss in today's video before we pivot into the wide receiver position and then close out the video with the tight end position is Amir Abdullah, running back of the Carolina Panthers going up against the Atlanta Falcons this week. With Christian McCaffrey done for the season, Abdullah could have some fantasy relevance here in Carolina. I still fully expect that Chuba Hubbard will be the lead running back on this team. But with how unpredictable this offense has been as of recently, I would go ahead and pick up Amir Abdullah and think about it as like a golden ticket, like you're in fucking Willy Wonka. You pick him up, and then, you know, you're not going ahead and wasting all this fab. You're not wasting this super high waiver priority. You pick him up, and maybe, just maybe, he could be the lead receiving back on the Carolina Panthers and is able to see more targets, more receptions than Chubba Hubbard. In McCaffrey's absence, up against the Miami Dolphins, well, McCaffrey wasn't necessarily not there, but he wasn't really doing all that much in that game. He led the Panthers. We saw Amir Abdullah lead the Panthers with 21 passing routes. So maybe this lottery ticket could end up paying off. In that game, he had two rushes for four yards and two receptions on six targets for 20 yards. Again, I don't think that Amir Abdullah is going to go ahead and take a huge dent into Chuba Hubbard's, or Chuba Hubbard, however the fuck you say this guy's name, his rushing upside. I don't think that's going to happen, but it is very possible that he takes a nice dent out of Chuba Hubbard's receiving value. So that's why I believe that Amir Abdullah is definitely a running back that I want to roster with a decent amount of upside, especially if he is able to get the receiving role on the team. But speaking of wide receivers, before we go ahead and pivot into the wide receiver position, the waiver wire ads of the week at the wide receiver position, I would like to ask if you have ended up enjoying thus far, to please make sure that you do hit that subscribe button down below as well as hitting that like button. I would appreciate it a ton. It really does help me out. So now we move to the wide receivers, beginning with Van Jefferson, wide receiver of the LA Rams, going up against the Arizona Cardinals. And if I was to rank the kind of waiver wire list as a whole I think Van Jefferson would be my number one waiver wire ad of the week because again Hilliard and Foreman they're going to be splitting whereas I really do believe that Van Jefferson could be the number two wide receiver on the LA Rams this week like I said facing up against the Arizona Cardinals in week number 13 up against the Jacksonville Jaguars Van Jefferson had six receptions on eight targets one target off of being six of nine very nice for 41 yards and a touchdown that is two weeks in a row for Van Jefferson where he moseys his way on in to the end zone Jefferson out targeted and in terms of fantasy football he outperformed Odell Beckham Jr. last week but they did both find their way on into the end zone so it is still kind of up in the air which wide receiver is the number two and the number three on the LA Rams obviously Cooper Cup's the number one wide receiver you could have figured that out easily but is Jefferson number two or is it Odell Beckham Jr. right now it appears to be Van Jefferson and I understand they're going up against the Cardinals this week and Nick the Arizona Cardinals absolutely destroyed the LA Rams last time don't you remember and yeah I do remember but I do think that if that is the case and the Arizona Cardinals are getting up in the game they're laying a smackdown WWE style to the LA Rams that they're gonna have to be throwing the pigskin a lot late in the game and that is going to give even more opportunities to Mr. Van Jefferson my next wide receiver to add on the week is Russell Gage of the Atlanta Falcons going up against the Carolina Panthers this week in Carolina. While Russell Gage has had three games on the season where this motherfucker has scored 
zero points, having a bagel, a donut, whatever you want to call it when someone scores zero points. But in the last three weeks, this man has really put the pedal to the goddamn metal as he has been a huge target in this offense with over seven targets in all of those last three matchups. Last week up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he had 11 receptions on 12 targets for 130 yards. He also had a lost fumbles, so he can join Dontrell Hilliard as well as Donta Foreman as players that I want to add this week that ended up fumbling the ball in their last performances. But hey, Russell Gage again, still the number one wide receiver on the team. There is no I just have no idea when Calvin Ridley is going to come back or if Calvin Ridley is going to come back at all. So Russell Gage really could be the number one wide receiver on this team down the stretch of the season. Now, I understand that Matt Ryan hasn't looked all that great, but despite the fact that Matt Ryan hasn't been playing all that good, Russell Gage has still been eating in terms of fantasy football. So I do like Russell Gage this week up against the Carolina Panthers defense. My next waiver wire ad at the wide receiver position is a guy that you can't play this week. But even with that said, I definitely think he is rosterable, and that is Devontae Parker, wide receiver of the Miami Dolphins. And the reason why I think that he's rosterable is because I think you can start him every single week going forward. Obviously not this week because he's on bye, but after their bye week, especially since there are zero signs of Will Fuller returning. This man's finger has been hurt for basically the whole season. Why doesn't the team just cut the guy's fucking finger off? We paid this man, as a Dolphins fan, that's why I say we, we paid this man 10 million fucking dollars. He stole 10 million dollars from the Miami Dolphins. It's like when Brock Osweiler had the Brinks truck backed up for him, got all that fucking money, and didn't do anything for the Houston Texans. That's kind of the similarity I want to go with there, right? The comparison, because they were both on the Texans. You know, now Will Fuller, obviously, with the Miami Dolphins. Speaking of not Will Fuller, speaking of Devontae Parker, I should say, last week up against the Giants after returning from IR, he had five receptions on five targets for 62 yards. So again, obviously, you can't play Devontae Parker this week, but I do think going forward, he is going to play a huge role in this Miami Dolphins offense, and he does have some pretty solid matchups going forward, the Jets and the Saints the next two weeks after the bye. So I like Devontae Parker as a potential top 24 receiver in those matchups. My next wide receiver ad is KJ Osborne of the Minnesota Vikings going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers this week on Thursday Night Football. Last week up against the Detroit Lions, we saw Adam Thielen suffer a high ankle sprain, making it very likely that he ends up missing this week since the game is on Thursday night. If the game was on Sunday or Monday, maybe Adam Thielen could play. But again, it was a high ankle sprain, so I doubt he would have ended up playing anyways. But this does really seem like a one-week rental or a two-week rental in terms of K.J. Osborne because I highly doubt this is going to be taking Adam Thielen out three, four weeks of the season. So that's why I kind of have him ranked a little bit lower here on the waiver wire rankings because I do think you're just going to be able to get one or two weeks out of Osborne. But those one or two weeks could be excellent as while they lost to the Lions, I know, a huge fucking bummer. At the end of the day, K.J. Osborne did still see a lot of usage in that game, and he is now going to be the number two wide receiver behind Justin Jefferson. Last week, up against the Detroit Lions, he had four receptions on seven targets for 47 yards, as well as a touchdown. Again, K.J. Osborne isn't this standout freak fucking talent, but we have seen him perform this season. We saw him perform last week up against the Lions, and I think that this week, up against the Pittsburgh Steelers, we should be able to see him perform at a pretty high level yet again. So I like K.J. 
Osborne this week and potentially next week if we do end up seeing Adam Thielen missing more than one game. My final wide receiver add on the week. This is a reluctant wide receiver add, but I felt as though I should add a fifth wide receiver in case you're down tremendous at the wide receiver position. And this is Amon Ross St. Brown, wide receiver of the Detroit Lions going up against the Denver Broncos this week in Denver. All season long, it has been a fucking cycle of confusion as to who's the number one receiver on Detroit. At points in the season, we've seen Amon Ross St. Brown flash. We've seen Khalif Raymond flash. A couple weeks ago, or maybe that was last week on Thanksgiving, we saw Josh Reynolds flash. And who was the wide receiver one last week up against the Vikings? It was Amon Ross St. Brown. Again, am I very confident in telling you that Amon Ross St. Brown is locked and loaded as the number one wide receiver on the Lions going forward? Of fucking course not, because I haven't been confident all season long in these Detroit Lions receivers. And that's for good reason, because every single week it seems to flip-flop. It just seems so risky to add any of these guys, but again, if you are down bad at the wide receiver position, you could take a shot on St. Brown, who had 10 receptions on 12 targets for 86 yards and the game-winning touchdown up against the Minnesota Vikings last week. Final position to discuss in today's video, we move to the tight end position, beginning with Ricky Seals-Jones, tight end of the Washington football team, going up against the Dallas Cowboys, the division rivalry game, the NFC East matchup between the Washington football team and the Dallas Cowboys. There is potential that Logan Thomas could be out for the season, but Riverboat Ron, Ron Rivera, said that the MRI test they did yesterday on the 6th did not confirm that Logan Thomas tore his ACL, but we will continue to see more testing going forward. Maybe today we'll have more clarification on that, but I highly doubt that Logan Thomas is going to be playing this week. And we have seen when Logan Thomas was out this season that Ricky Seals-Jones was able to step up and perform. This could be a very high-scoring game up against the Dallas Cowboys if the Washington football team are able to keep up. And I think that Ricky Seals-Jones is going to have a lot of involvement inside of the red zone this week. So I like Ricky Seals-Jones a lot as my number one tight end waiver wire ad in my final waiver wire ad in today's video. The final tight end to discuss in today's video, and that is Cole Komet, tight end of the Chicago Bears, going up against the Green Bay Packers this week in Green Bay. Over the last two games, Komet has seen a total of 18 targets for 11 receptions and 106 yards. Last week up against the Arizona Cardinals, he had just three receptions, but he had seven targets for 41 yards. Whether it is Andy Dalton or Justin Fields, I believe that you could start Cole Komet in this matchup up against the Green Bay Packers. I don't love the matchup, but they are going to be crawling back from behind, throwing the ball a lot late on in the game up against the Packers, because as you guys know, the Green Bay Packers own the Chicago Bears, according to Aaron Rodgers, so it is what it is. Cole Komet is worthy of an ad. Is he the most ideal tight end start? Of course not, but when you're searching through the bottom of the barrel to go ahead and find a tight end to start on the week, to stream on the week, you could do a lot worse than Cole Komet. So thank you guys all so much for watching today's video. If you did end up enjoying, please make sure to hit that subscribe button as well as that like button. I would appreciate it a ton. I love you guys all. I, I hope you have a great rest of your guys' day. And as always, kabooey!